Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to episode 32 of the Big Chef Little Chef Gaming Podcast. My name is Will, and this week my co-host is not only a bear biologist, but also a serial paper folder. It's Rob. <laughs> serial paper folder. Yeah, I can get tiny, mate. Origami master. Three billion folds into one piece of paper, you know. <laughs> Minuscule micro, micro fold. That's why I love you, yeah. mate what made me fall King in love with you bear. in the first place, mate. Your paper folding <laughs> expertise. <laughs> really good with a napkin. You can make you? a swan. Can you, really? Yeah. You need to show it's me that. That's all I can do there. You need to show me that. It's very difficult. Good lad. Uh, how are you anyway? You okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I'm, I'm happy, you know. I've been working and, you know, festive season starting to come upon us. Oh. All these Christmas adverts are on TV and... Yeah. Yeah, it's like second week in November, and uh, yeah, so I'm excited. I'm going to get the decorations done tomorrow and put Christmas tree up Saturday with kids. Yeah, my missus has already started doing some window decorations, getting ready for it. So <laughs> nice. She's all good, mate. She's all good. So, um, so yeah, so we are back for episode 32 of the show. Um, I know. Before we start, we do just have to say that we have an apology to make to our listeners. Um, we're not going to be able to do a show for the next two or three weeks or so. Our schedules are changing quite dramatically with the run-up to Christmas. My work has just become too busy that I'm finding it very difficult to spend time with the family and work and do this as well, especially over the next three weeks. I'm probably going to be doing like 80-hour weeks. And Rob has been given a promotion at work, and you are going to be trialling doing nights next week, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, I'm going to see how it goes and see if the kids are not killed my wife and see if she can bear without me being here. And, you know, it it's a great opportunity uh, to either learn or, you know, get a bit of extra pocket money or whatever for Christmas. Oh. Um, so, uh, you know, I thought, why not try it and see where it goes? So we're going to have to kind of change our recording schedule around a little bit, which basically means that, for the next couple of weeks, we're not going to be able to, but hopefully we should be back around about, I think I remember, Rob, I said to you around the 13th of December should be the next episode, fingers crossed. And then we're also going to try yeah. and get our Christmas special in at some point. Oh, well, so fingers crossed. We ain't meaning we sit down and actually talk about that at some point. So, but yeah, so we won't be on for a couple of weeks. This will be the last one for two or three weeks. So we hope you enjoy the episode. Before we do start, we have to say a massive thank you to True Elevation or Marcus for joining us last week. He was an amazing guest, wasn't he, Rob? Oh, it was cracking. So, no, we really enjoyed having him on. Um, I also, I mentioned it a couple of weeks ago, but the toad in the hole off has begun. So this is our good friend, Simon, a.k.a. Rate My Sausage. He is doing a toad off on Twitter. And Rob, your toad in the hole was launched a few days ago. Oh, I don't check Twitter. You've as not much checked. Why? No. You need and to you check. You need I to do, check. I should, I should check. Like that's one thing I should do. Well, I'll be honest with you, mate. You didn't do too well with your breakfast. Let's just put it out there. It wasn't. The no, I, I got slated quite a bit for yeah. my breakfast. Well, um, it was, you know, the best. Well, I'll tell you this, mate. A lot of people liked your rustic toad in the hole. You actually really? got, yeah, you actually got a few yeah. eights. And I've got some comments from some of our 
listeners and some of the people that are from the Rate My Sausage community, and I'm going to read them out to you now. So the Travelling Loader said that this is the kind of toad in the hole that is quickly put together, turns out great, fills everybody's stomach, whilst a wave of contentment washes over all who have indulged. Maybe even one or two sausages left over because everyone is stuffed. Looks farmhouse rustic. An 8.5. Oh, yes! I know. And then Linda Linda Dwan on Twitter put a 9 out of 10. That's tickling my taste buds this morning. Beautiful rise and abundance of toes. A toad, sorry. You can never have enough to be full. And sporting a classic David Dickinson shade of cooked just right. Salivating stuff. So. (laughs) I also want to know if there's any negative. (laughs) Well, I've got a couple. I've got a couple more good. I've got a couple more good ones for you. So Steve, Steve Rowland said this looks like a complete chaos. Like lots of cars trying to escape a field after a fireworks display without a car park attendant on hand. I like it. The randomness feels quite comforting to me. It's a nine. So again, you get Ooh. another nine, mate. And then our good friend, Little Villain, he was going to give you a 3.5 out of 10 after the score you gave him for his breakfast. But he was actually impressed with it, mate. And he gave you an eight. Wow. Do you know what? That's off. That's off. I'm, I'm looking at some of but I have just seen a two out of ten. Yeah, you've had a couple of bad ones. I know that yeah. um, who was it? Sadie Fletcher wasn't that impressed. She says that there was crisp batter edges, so it was difficult to assess the rise. Um, she says that sausages weren't browning even and all different sizes, and your crisp to moist batter ratio wasn't on. So she only gave you a four point five. But I think in general you've done pretty well. There, I'd, I'd be. Screenshotted it and wrote in how many sausages yeah. were in there as well. Like, can you spot the twelve sausages? <laughs> if anybody wants to check his um, Rob's attempt out, just type into Twitter at rate my sausage, and you'll scroll down. And you should be able to find it somewhere. And my attempt is actually coming out on the twenty second of November, which is Monday that this this episode actually comes out. So if you listen to this episode on a Monday, go onto Twitter and you can see my attempt and let me know what you think. So. That's it for the I'm, Rate My I'm Sausage. seven at the moment for it yeah. as well. No, mate. Well, Pretty cool. You are seven out of, so far we've had 16. So not a bad effort, mate. Whereas you were at the bottom for the last one. So I think <laughs> I think that's <laughs> pretty like good, that. mate. You've, you've done pretty well there. So, uh, so yeah, so that's it for the Rate My Sausage thing. We also have a massive thank you to Nick Shaw and his band for letting us use their cover of Jimi Hendrix's Purple Haze on last week's episode. What a song. Did you? Oh, Great. mate! What a cover as well. I know, like he's a little gem. Well impressed. And I can't mate. believe how well I found him as well. No, well impressed, um, well impressed. And well, we have got more music for you at the end of this episode. Seeing that it's our last show for a few weeks, I was kind of looking between who to put on. And Rob, I think you'll be happy with the fact that I'm going to get our favourite back on again, Matt Fryers. Go on, then. So I thought you'd like that. You happy with that? Oh, 100%. Cool. So at the end of the end of the show, we've got our favourite, Matt Fryers, with his song, Wasteland. So we did have a guest for this week's episode, but unfortunately, due to personal reasons, our guest, Awake Jimmy, wasn't able to join us. So for this week, because we were up against it in terms of time, you are going to have just me and Rob to listen to for the next good hour and a, and a bit or so, which is, I think we're quite happy with that, aren't we, mate? Yeah. I'm always happy. Obviously, Jimmy, we hope you're okay, mate. 
hope everything you get better soon. But um, for the moment, it's just the two of us for our last episode for a couple of weeks. So we might as well get cracking, mate, and we'll talk as always about what we've been playing over the past week. What have you been playing, my friend? Uh, quite a bit, to be fair. Um, yeah. I've played Vanguard, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Cursed Foad, the game that you won about the um, other week. Yeah, yeah, I played a bit of Rocket League, surprisingly. Yeah. Um, Halo Infinite multiplayer. Uh, Jackbox Party Four. Uh, and Into the Pit. Which what's Into the Pit? So it's like a very old school retro dungeon sort of thing, and you get powers and you shoot them from your hands. So you get like a projectiles of projectiles to shoot from your hand. It's very old school, looks like uh, the original um, Doom sort of style <laughs> um, okay. graphics. It's really old school. Um, it's on the Game Pass, so I thought I'd have a little, uh, little Cheeky. try, little. Cheeky yeah. Play, yeah. What did you right. think? What did you think about the Halo Infinite multiplayer? Um, I know, I know. When you came round to mine a couple of weeks ago and we had a go on it, you weren't particularly keen on it. Games I'm not a big fan of the smaller games. Uh, I did enjoy a bit of it. I did a really good montage video though that I put on YouTube for our UVG site. Did you? Um, yeah, I got like seven kills with the um, laser sword. Oh, okay. So I might I have to go. I'll have to go and check that out. Did you put it to music, or did you just have it as just like a? I'll put it to music. Yeah. yeah. What what song what song choice did you go for? Um, we well, we have uh, legal uh, rights to play a specific song for our gaming stuff. So okay. I'll just use that. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Anything else? Or is that it? Yeah, my selection. That is, yeah. That, that, that is it. Yeah, no, you know, I was busy, obviously, with things. So, yeah, Fair enough. Well, it's my missus' birthday coming up soon. So, as a early birthday present, I got her the new House of Ashes, which is the newest game within the Dark Pictures anthology. Uh, it's like a horror game. Not one for you, Rob. I think you'd shit your pants. Um, yeah. I know, obviously, Hannah, Maddie spoke about it a couple of weeks ago. She'd been playing it. And if you've ever played Until Dawn or any of those kind of games, then you'll know kind of what you're going into with this game. This has got a lot more jump scares to it than the previous one. So the first one they did in the Dark Pictures was The Man of Medan. Wasn't a massive fan of that. And then the second one was Little Hope. Again, wasn't a big fan of that one. But this one, House of Ashes, was I actually quite enjoyed watching or watching my missus play in it. Um, lots of choices that you can make and that affects how your characters go whether you kill them all or so Lids wants to try to do it so that she can keep all of her characters alive and halfway through the game one of the main characters ends up dying on her so she's restarted it all over again <laughs> just so she can try and figure out how to get it so that all the characters stay alive but no it's it's a good game it's it's kind of like playing a movie in a way like you don't the gameplay itself isn't that much there's a lot of action sequences where you have to like press a button at a certain time and if you don't do it then your character will fall over and then they can die so it's it's a good game i've i've enjoyed watching her play it and she seems to have enjoyed playing it as well so that's really good and other than that like you i've just been playing vanguard really because that's all that i've had the time to kind of play i did actually manage to check out the new zombies last night have you tried that yet rob 
Yeah, and no, I've tried the zombies. Um, what did you think? Yeah. Uh, okay. I thought that it was okay. I quite enjoyed it. Um, I don't see why everybody's kicking off about it massively. Like things will, they'll put new stuff into it as the year progresses. But in terms of the general gameplay, like I didn't mind it. One of the big things that I didn't like though was it in Cold War. The replayability for zombies was amazing because the more you played, the more crystals you got, so the more stuff that you could upgrade going into the game. They've done away with that now, and everything that you can upgrade is done in-game. And I don't... I loved that feature from last year because it made you want to keep playing because then you would get better stuff that you could carry into your next game. So I don't really understand yeah. why they got rid of that. But other than that, I did quite enjoy it. I probably played it. I think I got to round five or so. I, I can see what they're trying to do with it. They're trying to mix it between the normal round base maps and um, what they implemented into Cold War last year with the outbreak mode. So I can see where they're coming from it. I just don't know if they've implemented it as effectively as they probably would have wanted to have done. But the multiplayer on Vanguard, I love. I, it's like Modern yeah, Warfare. It's really, really good. Yeah, so no, I'm I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Really enjoying the multiplayer. I'm glad that I've got a multiplayer that I can enjoy again because, as I probably mentioned before, I've hate Cold War multiplayer. I didn't spend any time in it. Hated every second of it. Didn't like the way that it felt. I really like this. Um, I did come to playing it on Wednesday night, I think it was, and we were trying to set up a, a clan between me and a couple of friends, and I couldn't accept my invitation because we all know anybody that's been playing this game knows that it's a buggy mess. There's loads of bugs in it. There's lots of changes that need to be made in it. And one of the things that you can't, not everybody can accept invitations for clans. So I went to accept this invitation, wouldn't let me. So I tried to close the game, restart it again. But by accident, I actually deleted the game. <laughs> and this was at like eight o'clock. I had to go to bed because I was up at like half past four. And it took like five hours to download. So I didn't even get to play that night. And I was gutted. And I went to bed going, hmm, I really want to play. But um, no, I, I really like it. I'm very happy with it at the moment. And I think you are as well. Yeah, no, it's really good. Like I enjoy it. Good. Yeah, I really enjoy it. Well, unfortunately, we've not really been playing. I've not been playing much else, really, apart from obviously our game plus game for the week. So, regular listeners will know, but anybody that's listening for the first time, I play on PlayStation, Rob plays on Xbox, and I pick a game for him to play on Game Pass, and he picks a game for me to play on PlayStation Plus. Rob, what did I give you last week? GTA San Andreas. Now, I gave you this game because I have fond memories of GTA San Andreas. It was one of my favorite GTA games. Now, currently, um, GTA, the this new edition, is actually one of the lowest rated games on Metacritic that has ever existed because people seem to have a massive problem with it. I want to know what you thought of this game. Uh I don't know, because I'm comparing it to the GTA 5, you see. Which I mean, you can't that's what do, a lot obviously. Of people are doing, which you can't, yeah, you can't, you can't do that. It's a, it's a retro game for me. Mm. Um, yeah, I remember it uh, getting it on the PlayStation 2 Slim. Mm. Yeah, 
I remember it on PlayStation 2 Slim when the PlayStation 2 like dramatically reduced in size for the Slim version. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember getting it for Christmas once. And uh, that's what the game I got with it. Um, so I would have probably been about 13, 14. Yeah, I think it was um, probably around that kind of age. Yeah. Um, you know, played the fuck out of it. Uh, great game. But the graphics. Now, now you look at the graphics nowadays, anyway, um, are absolutely out of this world. Do you know what I mean? Um, you know, so put in that perspective, it's an okay game. Would you go back and you play know? it more? Uh, no. No. Does it just does it just not hold up very well? No, no, it didn't. It didn't. Uh, it had a very well back then. It was very complex. Now mm. it's super easy. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. What I, would you, I won't go back. What would you give it if you had to give it a rating out of five? A two. Oh God. Right, you didn't enjoy your game for this week then, did you? <laughs> well, don't worry, okay. I've got a more modern game for you for this week that I'm sure you'll enjoy a little bit more, but we'll uh, we'll go into that after I tell you about the game that you gave me, because you gave me a 2016 game that I've been wanting to play for ages, but I've just never got around to it. You gave me The Last Guardian. Did, I did, yeah. How did you, um, how did you get on with that? I can't say praise enough for this game it's for those of you that have never played it like i won't i feel like i say this every week but i won't spoil anything for you because the whole point of the game is to experience what happens in it but what i can tell you is that you basically play a young boy who wakes up in a cave right next to a mythical creature called a trico it's basically wounded and you're unsure about it's very unsure about you it tries to attack you when you go close to it but you help kind of it's got spears like stuck in its side so you take these spears out you feed it and it becomes your friend and the game is all about the relationship between you and this creature and a little bit like uh kana when i was playing that like it just kept on making me smile there was little bits in it that were just so beautiful and just this relationship that you build with this creature is just absolutely incredible and i just i've loved every hour that i've played of it so far it's an obviously it's an older game the graphics aren't incredible but to be honest i don't really care about that there are moments in it where the lighting comes through and you go into these like big wide open spaces and you can just it's it's a deserved game of a, of a remake in with new gen technology definitely um, now it's just brilliant, and if anybody's got PlayStation, uh, PlayStation Five, it's free on the PlayStation Plus collection. Go and download it, spend a bit of time, and get to grips with this relationship that you build with this character. It is just incredible, and it's one of my favourite games that you've actually given me in all these episodes. So it's got to get a five out of five from me. I loved it. Nice. So yeah, thank you very much for that. Good. So I'm hopeful that the week game I'm going to give you for this week will be just as good as that, because I'm going to give you what is currently the highest rated game for 2021, mate. I'm going to give you Forza Horizon 
five. Nice. So nice. Not, I don't think I've given you a race. Have I given you a racing game before? No. So, yeah, so I'm going to give you a proper racing game. And I say I've heard incredible things from this game. So. Yeah, I know. I've heard loads about how the graphics are amazing. And, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. I've played four. Right. I have played, I've played four, but, like, for ten minutes. Nice. I didn't really get the experience that you'd expect on four. Yeah. Well, um, I'm hopeful that you'll enjoy this one, mate. That's great. Uh, what what so are you going to give me? For you, I have given you uh, a very good, uh, I would say, PvP mech battle game. Okay. Um, Titanfall 2. Oh, I love Titanfall 2. What an incredible game. The, mo- the single player re- in that is just incredible. Yeah. Thought you could relive jumping in a big suit. Yeah, mate. And going around and killing some people. Right. I will enjoy that. Thank you very much. And we will obviously talk about that on the next episode, which will be sometime in the earliest part of December. I think we've decided that we're probably going to be able to get one done for release on the 13th, I think we said, didn't we? Yeah, roughly about that yeah. time, yeah. So we've got, a, we've got quite a long time to be able to play these games and really talk about it in the next episode. So that's what we've been playing. What have we been watching, Rob? Anything good? Uh, Deadpool 1 and 2. Obviously. Classics. It's really good to watch. Um, I watched Geordie Shaw. Um, and I watched... Oh, of course, it's called uh, it, this, The Jungle Cruise. That's it. Oh, yeah, the one with The Rock. Yeah. What do you think? Um, boring. Oh, was it? Because I wanted li- I was yeah. asking Lids to watch that last night, but she wasn't keen on it. Um, yeah, it's it's not a film that you'd expect him to be in. It's quite. It's like a boring Indiana Jones. Okay. And Indiana Jones is not boring. No. Um, that's sort of like the style of it. Okay. Um, and then I also watched. Uh, the Ten Rings. Yes. See, I started watching this. I haven't finished the whole lot. It's so good. It is. So good. From what I've seen, I loved it. So, yeah, now I've been busy with that. What about you? Um, well, like you, as I say, I watched part of um, Ten Rings. I watched the first half of it, and then I ended up falling asleep. I was absolutely shattered. Um, me and Lids went away to York last week. And we've been walking around all day. We were absolutely shattered. And we were on our way back to the hotel. But it was still quite early. And we drove past the cinema. And we thought, oh, you know what? We'll go in here. And we ended up watching Eternals, which is the new, new Marvel film. So we watched that. I really want to watch that. I've heard bad things about it. But personally, I've really enjoyed it. Um, I don't really know why. There's a lot of things going off about. Was it something to do with... uh, there was a gay scene in there or something. Yeah, there's there's a there's, there's a there's a the first gay character introduced into the universe and there's Ooh. there's a couple of other things, but that doesn't that stuff doesn't bother me, so I don't see why people have cottoned on to that. Um but the film itself was, was good. I mean, there was a lot a lot to digest. I mean they're trying to put a lot of stuff in into one film. Um but in terms of the way that it the watched, I, I enjoyed I enjoyed it. You know, I walked out of it, I think, and me and the missus were very happy with it. So that's I really think, all I think you can what, ask they, for. What, they, what they try and do is 
and they did it with Avengers. I noticed that they did the very something very similar with Avengers, mm. where they put so much information into one film to build a franchise. Yeah. Well, they're doing that again. You know, this is this is the new phase of Marvel, isn't it? Yeah. But no, I mean, that's I, what the, I, you know, I the great the foundations down, don't you? For yeah. A franchise, don't you? Exactly. And that's the best way that they do it. But no, I, I really enjoyed it. And other than that, I've been watching a little bit of the new season of Tiger King. Probably maybe two or three episodes of that, because that's just come out. Did you watch Tiger King when that came out last year? Yes. Have you seen this one yet? No. It's not as good. And I, I kind of, part of me thinks, well, why, why would you do it? But let's see what happens throughout the rest of the season. But so far, it's, it's Tiger King. You know, it's watching the crazy world that goes on for people in America that look after big cats. So, but no, other than that, that's pretty much all I've been watching, my friend. So I think now it's going to be a bit of a different one, but shall me and you get into the kitchen? Yeah. Get our aprons on? I'm ready, mate. Born. Let's do it, mate. In a world where cooking is the ultimate fight for survival. Three chefs, three dishes. Who will be victorious in What Have You Cooked? So, normally for What Have You Cooked, obviously there's three of us. Obviously our guest couldn't join us this week, so it's just going to be the two of us. Uh, Before we do, we have to talk about last week. Because we had True Elevation, or Marcus, on the show. And we had three incredible dishes that we put forward to our public vote. So, we had my chicken ramen. Rob did his roast dinner. And Marcus gave us a Cajun-spiced seafood spud. Which I was my personal favourite one, Rob. I mean, I do love your roast dinners, but that was quite special. So, are you ready to hear who came out on top for last week? giving me beast so in third place with zero percent of the public vote oh god it was my chicken ramen mate oh was it really yeah wow zero percent of the vote maybe they got tired of your ramen well i've only done it once before and that was like months ago so i was i'd hoped that most people wouldn't remember it but clearly they did (laughs) So, yeah, so I came in second, third place with 0%. And in joint first place was both of joint. you guys. Joint. Joint. It wow. was a 50-50 split, mate. 50% for Marcus and 50% for your roast dinner. That's <sighs> Very tight, mate. Very tight. So, we'll move on to this week's Between Me and You. Would you like to go first? Yeah, I don't mind. You want to go mind. first. Right, okay. I shall leave you with Rob's sensual, sexual voice describing his dish. Ready when you are, mate. So first I'm going to get into the kitchen. And we're going to go nice and slow. And take it everything nice and slow. So first I get my uh, beef cheeks. I'm going to just take all the sinew off. Not cut into that lovely meatiness I'm going to chop up an onion into slices pan fry them with some butter 
more golden and then I'm going to add a bit of uh, bee stock and reduce it in another pan I'm going to sear my beef cheeks get them all caramelized and beautiful I'm going to put my beef cheeks and my onions and my beef stock into a dish and in the oven low and slow for about four hours in the meantime I'm going to go over to the fridge grab myself some potatoes peel them quarter them and put them in a pan with water till they are ready for mashing during that time I'm getting myself two beautiful juicy apples and I'm going to take the core out put some sugar in there wrap it in foil put that in the oven for around about 15-20 minutes during that time I'm going to get myself a nice thick wedge of black pudding and start to cook it and break it down crumble her so she's all crumbly and during that time my uh, potatoes are ready to be drained and I drain them and I mash them and I add a bit of cream nutmeg salt and pepper and a big big large knob of butter and I mash it all together to get the most creamiest beautiful smooth mashed potato so what I'm going to do is I'm going to pull out my beef cheeks pull out my apple and let the beef cheeks rest and get all that stock juices and flowing into it and whilst that happens I'm going to get my two apples I've cored, cooked and I'm going to blitz them down to the nice and smooth velvety smooth so I'm going to play them together and get everything all plated nicely this time because I had a lot of complaints for the ultimate beef cheeks mash black pudding crumb and burnt apple puree delish and i've got to say you obviously have taken um the feedback of your plating to the next level because this does look pretty special i've got to say i did try i did try you definitely have tried uh, on this week mate i've got to say yeah i don't like it when people like moan about it so i thought <laughs> you know because it did it so long and you just want to just slap it on the plate yeah, you know, and and that's to be fair, you know, we're not we're not we're not at Michelin star chef at the moment, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we can always try and give out you know some good good uh, visualizations of food. Yeah. Uh, so I hope I do people justice. Well, we will obviously be putting both of these dishes to the public vote, which will be on Tuesday, the twenty third of November. So watch out for that. So that was Rob's dish. 
we'll crack on now and we'll do mine and let's see whether I can continue with my supposed good work that I've been doing over the past couple of weeks what do you reckon Rob do you reckon I can do it I reckon you can smash it okay right well let's go are you ready born okay so during the month of November our good friend Simon from rate my sausage has been doing a toad in the hole off and I thought that it was about time for me to put forward my perfect toad in the hole and this is how I did it first of all I got some flour and I cracked four large eggs into a bowl I added some milk and slowly and sensually whisked that bad boy into a beautiful creamy batter I then added mustard sage rosemary and thyme and let that sit to one side for an hour I preheated my oven to a piping 220 degrees celsius added some some oil to my very special metal roasting tin reserved only for toading the holes I added some sausages that I had hand wrapped in juicy bacon for extra meatiness along with some wedges of red onion I cooked this for 15 minutes until the tin was sizzling waiting for that batter to join it at this point I started my garnishes I got some new potatoes cut them in half and part cooked them in boiling water then added them to a dish with oil salt pepper rosemary and garlic cloves I then got some carrots and sliced them into batons before drizzling them with maple syrup salt pepper and oil for my gravy I got some sliced onions and cooked them really really slowly for 15 minutes stirring every once in a while until they were all sticky and caramelized but I wanted them even stickier than that so I added some sugar and some balsamic vinegar and cooked them for a further five minutes until they were dripping in all those juices at this point I was ready for the main event I put the potatoes and carrots into the oven and then I got my batter took it over to the oven door and in one swift motion that batter joined my sizzling sausages I closed the door and did not touch it for 25 minutes sat back and relaxed as I waited for the magic to happen five minutes before everything was ready I added some flour to my onions to make a paste and added some rich beef stock and kept it bubbling away until I had a rich smooth sauce I then opened the door to find what I had been waiting all this time for puffed up deep golden brown my toad was ready to serve along with maple glazed carrots 
rosemary and garlic new potatoes and a rich onion gravy and it was absolutely fucking pucker that was me what do we think sounds fucking delicious I'm not going to lie to you mate I went all out mate wrapping bacon wrapping bacon around my sausages putting different bits in my toad mate went all out so I don't, I don't know what to do I don't know whether to uh, to ask you for a slice of this or, or just to make love to you I mean oh, you we could do both if you want, <laughs> we could we could we could we could make love and eat toad and hole at the same time. Oh, don't tease! I don't know what I don't know what Tash would say or what my missus would say, but <laughs> but like, all right, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh dear! Right, well, just between the two of us, then, mate. Obviously, the big vote for us will be the public vote that we'll be doing on the twenty third. But just between the two of us, just for a bit of friendly competition, we'll go with yours first. So, I'll go with your dish. I've got to say. Obviously, previous weeks I have made mention about your plate, plating up skills not being particularly on point. So, because you've done so well, I am going to give you a five for this particular dish. I think you've smashed it, mate. Oh, wow. And then for your description, as always, you are the master. But as I've said many times before, there are people that have come better in. So I'm going to give you a 4.5. Because I think nice. you did, I think you did great, but I do think you didn't make me giggle as much as you have done before. There weren't as many sexual references in there as I, as I've had you have before. So okay, that's for me. What about for my dish then? What would you give it on the picture that you can see? You know, the the image. Do you know? I'm gonna give it a four point nine. Really. <sighs> I really, yeah, just to, just a smidge, you know. Do you reckon I could have cooked it for longer? A little bit. I don't know what happened. It see it does. The, the, there's a middle bit that's a bit uneven. I don't know why it happened like that. It's Was really it all like... equal quantities? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Equal quantities, yeah. I don't know. But anyway. But, okay. but, uh, your descriptions are five. Oh, my descriptions are five, is it? 100%. Right. I'm glad 100%. you liked it. I, I, will, um, I will come clean. I did actually um, write something down for this particular one. <laughs> I only one. spent like... I spent, five, I spent five minutes on it, but, but I wanted to... I wanted to know what I was going to say, so I was... Hey, I, I normally just have in front of me what I've made, and that's it, and I do it off by... You Every see, I've, time. I've tried that and it doesn't work so well. So for this Nobody week, I just only be well to be fair. Also, so for those that are listening, this episode is going to be launching on the twenty second. Uh, my toad in the hole that I've just spoken about is going forward to rate my sausages competition on the twenty second as well. So for those that are listening, if you on on Monday twenty second, if you like the sound of it. Go and follow Rate My Sausage and go and vote and give me a rating for what you think about my toad in the hole because I would like to do quite well on this this, this month's competition. So we shall see. But yeah, Remind um, me. <laughs> I will too. So in terms of the scores, it's a very close one. Rob, you've come in second place with a 9.5 and you have very kindly given me a 9.9. So thank you very much for that. I'll take that. I'll take that. It's good. Um, it's good. 
and we will not only see how my turn the hole goes on the 22nd but we will also see what the public think about our two dishes on the 23rd as well so thank you very much for that so we shall now quickly go on to our would you rathers for this week before we do obviously we always talk about what happened last week so we had marcus aka true elevation on and we asked three questions to twitter so we asked would you rather drink dish soap scum or snot from a hundred people thank you for this one rob it was very uh put me off my dinner later on <laughs> and i think a hundred percent of twitter agreed because they all said that they would rather drink dish soap scum rather than snot from a hundred people uh you um I asked this one. Uh, Marcus asked this. Would you rather be rich and lonely or poor and loved by everybody? And 63% of Twitter said that they would rather be poor and loved. And finally, I asked, would you rather have your brain transplanted into a robot's body or an animal's body of your choice? And 55% of Twitter said a robot, which I think we kind of all... No, we said we all said animals, didn't we? So, So that was last week's. Obviously, there's just the two of us for this week. So my question to you, Rob, is, is would you rather only drink tea or coffee for the rest of your life? Oh, that's a difficult one. Now, is it multiple coffees and teas? Like, is it? Uh, yeah, you can have different flavoured teas. You just can't have tea and coffee. It's got to be me- a coffee. You're going to go coffee. See, for me, it's easy because yeah. I don't I don't like coffee. I like, like, macchiato. Sorry, I'm a bit <laughs> Macchiato. Macchiatos and, uh, yeah, I love a macchiato. Tash, yeah. I had one the other day as well. I went yeah. on, on Friday. Yeah, I took Tash, went shopping, and, and went to um, Asda Living, and I've got a cafe up there. And there's a, she's trying to explain, it's, it, it, she's trying to explain a food. To this bloke, she's like, "Yeah, I want beans on toast for poached eggs, right?" And uh, I was, and she's like, not paying attention to him. And I says to him, "Babe, you need to realise he's not going to be listening to you." She's cussy, it's cussy. She says, "No, he's not. Can you not read his badge on front of him? Because it says, I am definitely reading.'" <laughs> 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 oh fucking hell! Oh god! This is brutal. It's like, yeah, man, I love a macchiato, please. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dear. Oh, right, so you're a coffee. I'll try it, and she just fucking hates it. So, yeah, I'm a coffee dude, 100%. You're a coffee. Well, I'm a tea man, so I would only drink, I'll just drink tea for the rest of my life. I'm quite happy with that. Right, what's your would you rather for us for this week then, mate? Would you rather swim in a pool of strawberry ice cream or custard? Ooh. Is it hot custard? Up to you. Ice cream or custard? I don't know. Actually, that's how how thick is the uh, ice cream? Because is it like thawed out ice cream? Because uh, if it was like frozen it, solid, you wouldn't really be able to swim through it, would you? It'd be like swimming uh, through ice. A bit, a bit of both, yeah. A bit, a a bit, bit of, of in between, yeah. But it's like even. Oh, do you know what? We should get Daisy made for ice cream, but um. <laughs> That's on another. That's another weekend trip for you. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. Um, I'm going for the ice cream. I See, love fucking ice cream. I love I love strawberry ice cream, but I'm going to go for custard just because I think it would be easier to actually achieve you can't, the I thought, swimming. I thought, you thought, I thought you couldn't swim through it. I thought you had, could you could run it. <laughs> you could run <laughs> well, over the top. 
But your question was, would you rather swim in a pool of strawberry ice cream or custard? So it'd be easier to swim. No, it wouldn't. Yeah, of course it, it would, because be it's thinner. What, to swim through no, custard? It... To swim through custard, you'd be using so much energy to get to all the sides thick. It's gloopy. Yeah, but ice Well, I'm still going to go for custard. Because I like custard, so I can well, eat I'm it. Well, I'm an ice cream guy. We'll, we'll, let, we'll let the public Yeah, we'll let the public like. vote. So this will be coming... <laughs> oh, actually, sorry, I've just changed my mind. So literally the... Um, I forgot about this. So the Would You Rathers will be coming out on the 23rd of November. The, the What Have You Cooked dishes will be coming out on the 24th of November. Because we always do the Would You Rathers on Tuesday and the What Have You Cooked on a Wednesday. So apologies for that. Watch out for that. Um, we'll put that forward to the public on the Tuesday. Quickly now, we will move on to our community question. Now, we don't actually have a community question, but we do have a massive thank you to the community for coming in to support Rob and the rest of the UVG guys for their sponsored 24-hour stream that took place last week. Obviously, Rob, yeah, I was in York, so I couldn't do too much with it, but do you want to just say what you managed to achieve and yeah, say some we, thank yous to it? So we started it. Well, I started at court to 7 in the morning and didn't go to sleep till 3 a.m., so it was a long day for me. Um, we had loads of games going on from Fortnite, Call of Duty. Um, we had Party Jack going on, which is like a, a game where you can stream and people can join in. Um, you know, it's very, like, Cards Against Humanity. It can get that way if you, if, if you choose to do um yeah we had so many people donate it was unreal so many people you know supporting the stream um just being there um you know that in itself was support um you know we raised you know such a we, to be fair like i only set the target for like 70 80 quid uh we smashed it and got like 160 um plus uh we had 10 pound donation uh like tip wise uh that we're putting onto it and then uh we have 53 pounds from subscribers to go on to it as well so yeah in in total it was about 200 quid but you know until we've sorted that out it, you know it's 160 pounds that we've we've sent to them so far um which is absolutely amazing um you know the support that we had um, from other communities, um, you know, Seat Gaming, we had uh, KSI in there. Um, you know, we had a, a dude come on who let us have the rights to his music, you know, for any of our streams or anything that we needed. Um, and, you know, big love to everybody who came to support. Um, you know, we talked about it, our own personal, you know, problems with it. Um, you know, it affects everybody. Mm. So, you know, there was such a big, a big, um, you know, we had massive, like, bit war um, with the uh, Snuggles, and then there was, like, uh, a subscriber war with uh, Punisher uh, from Alpha Dogs, <laughs> um, esports gaming. Um, so there was a lot of people that were involved and around, and it was amazing to see the support that everybody gave towards such a great, you know, charity. Um, you know, can't thank everybody enough for what they're doing. Yeah, man. Well, I, I wish that I could have been more a part of it, but we had to go to York for this last last minute weekend. But 
you've told me how much it was amazing and it's so good to have so many people come out and come and support for such an amazing cause as well massively massively we'll have to do it again oh yeah yeah no 100 percent. you know it's, it's great to be fair it's great fun to just uh not only raise money for charities but to, to you know to, to help out and you know support it you know the best way we can as gamers to do mm. gaming do you know what yeah. i mean and, and that you know there's something that we love doing you know everybody loves doing um you know whether it's a game on a phone or or a game on facebook or on an xbox or playstation or pc there's you know the the variety of things that you can play a game on whether it's a chessboard at home with your family or monopoly do you know what i mean you're still playing a game yeah. um you know everybody does it it's not something that one individual person or a group of selected people do everybody does it you know whether you're playing a, a word search or a crossword on a newspaper it's still something of, of a game orientated so yeah it's such a big thing with, with everybody you know everybody does it mm, so yeah, it was just sure. nice to see uh, a lot of people come support um a cause you know what i mean a really yeah, good definitely. cause so fantastic yeah well, thank you everyone. well thank you all to again for everybody that came to take part in the uh, in the stream we very much appreciative of it and we shall now very quickly move on to rob's esports news 100 percent. you ready shuffling them because yeah shuffle, shuffle. <laughs> um uh, jinx tv london studio hosted xl's esports Fortnite xl community Cup featuring pro players um, influencers and others, the UK esports organisation XL Esports has teamed up with HyperX and Beyond NRG to launch a new Fortnite tournament, the XL Community Cup. Uh, the one day duos tournament will be held on the 28th of November 2021, following quarterfinals on the 24th. So get yourself in there quick. Um, Guild FIFA 22 Cup presented by Subway features a 1,800 prize pool and a golden sub trophy for a uh, final at London's um, Odeon Lux West End. Um, London Royal Ravens announced new All English COD League roster for 2022, including return players Zero and Nasty. The new partnership with LG. And they're going good. Uh, former Manchester United star launches Talent Life Agency, backed up by esports organisation Galaxy Racer. The former Manchester United and France international footballer, you're going to have to help me here. Is it Mikhail Silvestri? Uh, Mikhail Silvestri. Okay, there we go. As <laughs> today announced the launch of Talent Life, an agency to represent athletes and young talent in sport, which is really good. And that is it for the esports. I do have um, whether it's esports news. I'm not. I'm not 100 sure. But did you watch the 100k solos tournament for Warzone that took place the other day? No, I didn't get so, a chance to. So they had 100 streamers, pro players of Warzone and ex-pro players and whatever, battle it out for $100,000 and we're, there's no way he'll be listening to it but huge congratulations to the fucking the go optic scumpy who came in and won the whole bloody lot 
And if wow. you've not watched it, you need to watch it because it's brilliant. Because everybody wrote him off saying that there was no way that he could win this whole thing. And he came in and he won it. And just Scumpy's just a legend in the esports community. If you've never heard of Optic Scumpy before, then you don't know anything about Call of Duty. And you need to go and check him out because he's just incredible. But yeah, he won 100k in this tournament. And it was just... Go and watch the replay of it. It's just fucking brilliant. <laughs> I've so, some skills. Oh, banging out some skills. Yeah, you need to watch it. It was really good. So normally we now have a little game or a quiz, but we've or I've been spending quite a lot of time figuring out the quiz for our ultimate food and gaming Christmas quizathon extravaganza, which is going to be taking yes, place in yeah. December. So we actually I did have a little quiz, but it was suited to three people. Obviously, with our guests not turning up for this week, we have decided not to do a quiz. But I can tell you now that we have an amazing quiz coming for you guys in December. We have our guests I can't wait for it. on board. We have our teams set up. We're just compiling the list of quiz um, questions for ourselves now. But yes, yeah, so in December, I think we're recording this. When are we recording it? What do we say? We're going to record it on the 11th of December? Uh, 11th. And yeah, I think it's eleven. Releasing 13. it for the right. week of Christmas, so get ready for the ultimate food and gaming Christmas quizathon extravaganza coming your way very soon. Which means that we shall now move on very quickly to our gaming news for this week. So I don't have too much. Rob, do you have a lot? I have a little bit. Do you want to go smaller, first? Smaller man. Yeah. Uh, well, what a week has it been? celebrating the 20th anniversary of xbox together mm. and we've got more news to share as take another step towards our mission and bringing gaming to more people where and uh yeah i've lost myself <laughs> that's what she this said where and where what to play today you can play game pass games from the cloud on your xbox console we're excited that xbox cloud gaming is now available on xbox one and xbox series x and s with a game pass unlimited subscription we are now launching in 25 regions with brazil coming soon this capability will initially roll out uh, in our november release to subset the xbox gamers and scale to all gamers in support markets over the coming weeks is microsoft planning a gaming metaverse for xbox pocket link which is Facebook's recently announced it's going all in for the metaverse concept and went as far as to change it complete uh, the company name to Meta. Now Microsoft has announced it is building its ver- version of the metaverse for Teams and it sounds like it's going to start thinking about gaming and entertainment. During the interview uh, on TV, Microsoft... Um, CEO said that the company is considering the gaming metaverse for Xbox. You can absolutely expect us to do things in gaming, said uh, he said. If you take Halo as a game, it is a metaverse. Minecraft is a metaverse, and so is the flight sim. In some sense, they're 2D today, and the question is, can you take that into a full 3D world? And we absolutely plan on doing so. Mm. That's what Microsoft that just be quite cool. literally announced this week. Literally, so Facebook have gone, yeah, we've done... Did you see the trailer that he did for the Metaverse? 
was like plastered all over the uh, TV. No, I haven't seen it. Walk, it literally walks in. It looks like him, and it walks into a room, and it's like Free Guy. Do you know what I mean? Like walks yeah. into a room with other people, and he's talking to him, and he's like literally sat there with a headset, like a VR headset. Um, now Microsoft have seen that and said, we're going to jump on the bandwagon too um, and get there before basically Facebook do. Mm. Um, we've already They've already started making the algorithms for it. Wow. Well, we have a very interesting decade to come, I can imagine. You 100%. Have, you know, if you look at, so where are we? 2021. So 2011, where were we? What was, what was, let me just have a quick look at this. I probably should know this book. Games in 2011. What what were we having? So we were on... So this was Modern Warfare 3, Uncharted 3. So we're talking, you know, what's this? PlayStation... PlayStation 2 kind of era? PlayStation 3, maybe? Gears of War 3, Assassin's Creed. Yeah, Dead. that was um, yeah, roughly about uh, the... Um, roughly the same. Oh, what was it? It's like PlayStation. Was it PlayStation Two? PlayStation just getting into PlayStation Three then. PlayStation Three came out in two thousand six, so we'd just gone into the PlayStation. Oh, gone into, it, yeah. into that era, and you think about what we've where we've come to now. After that, we've got a good look. And the thing about technology as well is that it always goes. It goes quicker. It comes quicker and quicker as as we get used to technology so yeah i mean the next 10 years are going to be ridiculous so we've got a lot to look forward to my friend right well that was rob's news i've only got a little bit of news first one is is that the game awards are coming on the 10th of december now this is normally quite a high point within the gaming calendar but it looks as if some people are quite upset because the awards have decided to snub the highest rated game of 2021, which is, as I've mentioned before, Forza Horizon 5, and also the new franchise, Returnal, for Game of the Year, which is quite surprising, really. But what you may also find even more surprising is that the shit show that is Cyberpunk has actually been nominated for Best Role-Playing Game of the Year. Didn't it crash? <laughs> I don't know how they've done it. it just... Didn't it like? Didn't it like first day release? Everybody was like, "I want my money back." It, yeah. it's crashed. But it's been nominated Never for the best role playing game of the year. So... No, 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 no. Yeah, it has. No, no, no. Yeah, seriously, I don't get it. But uh, that's anyway. terrible. Anyway, for the most the most important award of the year is always the game of the year. So for this year, twenty twenty one, the games that have been nominated are Death Loop. It takes two. Metroid Dread, Psychonauts 2, Ratchet and Clank, A Rift Apart, and Resident Evil Village. Now, for me personally, the game has got to go to It Takes Two because that was incredible. It's the only, only game that you talk about. I yeah. love that game. What out of those? What would you think? There's not many. I mean, you've played Psychonauts 2, haven't you? Psychonauts 2 was okay. Yeah. Um, I would say Resident Evil. Yeah, I, I think I reckon Deathloop might take it, but I'm hoping that it takes two does because it deserves it. It was a you know came out from not came out from nowhere, but I think it would be well deserved to win uh, game of the year. So in other news, uh, Phil Spencer, uh, so the main man at Microsoft, has actually come out in defence of legal video game emulation. 
saying that he hopes that the industry turns emulation into a preservation solution. So he's basically said that my hope, and I think that I have to be presenting that as basically his hope is, is that as an industry, we'd work on legal emulation that allowed modern hardware to run any older executable games, allowing somebody to play any game, which I think is quite interesting from him. I mean, obviously, Game Pass has changed the rules in terms of how games are sold, streamed, and consumed. Well, so, it's all to, um, to do with uh, taking over the PC side of it, isn't it? Yeah. But I, th- I think it would be amazing if, you know, any kind of, any hardware can play any older game. I think that would be incredible. You know, you could just pick up and just go, oh, I want to play this game from back in the day. And this is the one of the problems, you know, video game preservation is a big issue. You know, you can, it's not easy to play older games on newer consoles now or even to find you know to find an n64 anywhere to find play some of these old classic games it's difficult to find it so it's a strange one but i i i like what he's coming out with this and i as i said before you know we've got an amazing decade to come in terms of what's going to happen within gaming so i look forward to seeing what will come next um and finally i have some call of duty news we all know i mean we've both spoken about how we much we're enjoying Vanguard, but and you'll probably agree with me on this. It's a bit of a buggy mess at the moment. Would you? Yeah. So because of 100%. that, um, Activision or um, Sledgehammer have decided to delay the release of season one of Vanguard and the new Warzone map till December the eighth to allow developers more time to fix the game, which I think is probably a good shout because you don't want this. Pre-season is always a bit like a beta, even though they've already done a beta, to kind of figure out what's happening. And then when season one comes in, that's normally the full release of the game. So if it, if it allows them more time to fix the problems, then when season one comes in on the 8th of December, then that'll be brilliant. And they've also gives you more time to enjoy Operation Flashback, which is now live in Warzone, which is you can go in and take a minute to experience Verdansk one last time before the new map drops on December the 8th. And other than that, that's all my news. So, yeah, I think pretty good. And have you tried this Operation Flashback yet on Warzone, Rob? No. It's quite oh, good. Oh, uh, isn't that where the doors come down and you go through the doors? And Yeah, it's basically taking you through. With every circle, it kind of gives you different flashbacks of different periods within Verdansk because obviously they've changed the map a couple, quite a few times over the past two years. So it just yeah. kind of gives you gives you different um, locations, so you can remember like how Verdansk used to be when it first started to how it is now. Yeah, it's just it's just a different take on it to make people experience Verdansk one last time. So yeah, so that's that's live now in Warzone. Um, so that brings us now pretty much to the end of the show. Apart from we now have to do our throwback game of the week. So every week, we us us and our guests, we put forward a game that reminds us of our childhood. And we put it forward to the public vote. Now, last week, through no intention, we actually had the ultimate battle of the shooting games. So, we had Perfect Dark, the original Call of Duty, and GoldenEye as our three games. Now, I was surprised at these. Well, maybe. Anyway, I'll tell you what happened. So... In third place, with 8.3% of the total public vote, was Perfect Dark, which 
I wow. love Perfect Dark, so I'm surprised at that. But in second place was the original Call of Duty with 33% of the vote. So that was your vote. Wow. And in meaning in first place came the classic shooting game, which had to win, really. It was GoldenEye with 58% of the total public vote. So thank you all for voting. And just between the two of us now, we're going to put forward our throwback game of the week. And I'm going to choose my one of my favourite N64 games of all time, Conker's Bad Fur Day. Nice. Which I absolutely love that game. So I'm going to have to choose one of the real, I would say the first ever, in my opinion, where... It started with, this is before like Halo, mm-hmm. like eSports sort of team v team sort of thing was happening. Um, the first Quake. Oh, the original Quake. The original Quake. Good choice. I like that. Okay. Well, we will put this forward to Twitter between the two of us, which will be happening on the 22nd. So watch out for that 22nd of November. And that, my friend, brings us to the end of the show. I know. Slightly shorter show than normal, but I've still loved spending the time with you, mate. Oh, always, always. And obviously, like, you know, we've got a busy couple of weeks. Yeah, we do. And you we know, do apologize. I'm, I'm, start, I'm starting nights, you know. Yeah, you are. I've got... For a month. A stupid amount of work to do. I'm not looking forward to work tomorrow. Fucking hell. Oh, so yeah, our, our schedules are kind of changing a little bit with the run to Christmas. So again, we do apologise for not being able to put a show out for the next couple of weeks. But it's just be- we need to concentrate on what's happening in our home life, and you know our mental health is very important. So we just need to make sure that we look after ourselves for these next couple of weeks. But we are working on our Christmas special. And fingers crossed, we will be able to get back and do some recording from the 6th of December. I think we just need to get these next couple of weeks out of the way to figure out our schedules a little bit more, don't we, mate? Yeah, definitely. definitely. But to all of our listeners that have listened to us from the very start, or new listeners, we appreciate you all so much. We can't thank you enough. Doing this podcast has given us so much joy and so much fun since we started this in March. It's just been... oh, we've, we've met so many cool people as well. Like, we really have. You know, to say that know. we came up with this idea randomly in the back end of 2020, to say we're actually doing it, and we actually have regular listeners that listen to the show every week and message us and tell us the amazing things. It's it's really nice. You know, I mean, we're where I'm just looking at my dashboard now. You know, since we've started, we've had 1,134 plays. You know, which is it's really nice. We're not the we're not the biggest podcast in the world, but we never intended it to be that way. We just do it because we enjoy, we enjoy talking about it. Yeah, things, exactly. You know. So so from us, obviously, thank you very much. If you want to follow us, we are at Twitter at Big Little Chef GP. This is where we put all the polls out. And if you want to ask us any questions, if you want to be mentioned on the show, just please send us a message and let us know what you think. Rob, do you want to give any shout-outs or anything like that? Uh, if you want to catch us on um, streaming on 
Twitch. It's ultimate underscore V underscore gaming. You'll find me at uh, Mr. UVG on Twitter. And yeah, if you, you know, got any questions, comments, you know, cooking tips you mm. want or, you know, anything, just let us know and, you know, we're happy to help you. Um, you know, especially with this festive season coming along, mm-hmm. people like to know what's the best way to cook turkey or, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, we're always here to help. That we are, mate, that we are. So that will leave us now for a couple of weeks. And I think, to be honest, mate, if we're going to play one person now to see us out for the end of the show for a couple of weeks, there's only one person we can choose. We've had a lot of fantastic artists on the show. And again, we cannot thank all these artists for letting us use their music at the end of each show. But there is one, my personal favourite one, that we have met through this time. It's our good friend Matt Fryers, and we're going to play his song for you now, Wasteland. So, hope you enjoy it, and as always, we will catch you on the next one.
Shadows, thoughts loom like shadows, thoughts loom like shadows.